Welcome to the Life to the Fullest podcast by EF3. I'm your host, Dan Jason. At EF3 Life, we're devoted to sharing life with you by journeying together. We believe in self-improvement, growth, and impacting the lives of others. Our four pillars are deeply rooted in the areas of education, faith, fitness, and finance. Spreading love, positivity, and the good news of Jesus while growing to become the best version of ourselves is what we strive for. We believe in obtaining greatness and desire to empower people as we work together to share this platform and God's love with those we encounter. Be sure to visit EF3Life.com and follow us on social media at EF3Life. Keep living life to the fullest. Welcome to the Life to the Fullest podcast. I'm your host, Dan Jason. I'm grateful you're here with me today as we journey on together. You know, it is the season of thanks. Certainly, we're all going to be centered around the dinner table coming up in a couple of weeks, gathered and chowing down some turkey, mashed potatoes, and some cranberry sauce, watching some football, and just having some good old-fashioned fun with our family. And during this season of thanks, during the season of being grateful, it's important for us to call to mind our friends. And I recently was invited to a number of friends givings, and I feel very blessed and honored to be at the table with those that I enjoy journeying on with life. And it's just important for us to keep in mind who is those people, those people that really, really make a difference in our life, that pour into us in a very profound manner. And those people that we think about right now who are going to be around that table, whether they're family or they're friends. And sometimes there's that cross-pollination between the two, and that's a really beautiful thing when that happens because as the saying goes, we don't pick our family, we do pick our friends. And when our family becomes our friends, that's when we really have hit the jackpot. But whatever the case might be, when you're sitting down, when you're looking around that table, when you look into the eyes and you really listen to those who are around you, who are you thankful for? You know, and it comes to my mind, it makes me think about authentic friendship. There's so many things that go into genuine friendship, relationship building. And of course, the pillars that have to be there that are established with a firm foundation include the likes of trust, include the likes of vulnerability, being real. And I was listening and just thinking about some of the conversations I've had recently with people, and some of them that were very deep, very meaningful, very powerful, transformative, and really hitting home. They struck me at the core. And then there have been others where I tried to enter in, where I've tried to dig deep and go really far with certain people, and for whatever reason, they're caught up and they're stuck at the surface level. And even though trust has been built, Well, for whatever reason, they're holding back. And it made me think about authentic friendship and how important it is. And I want you to take a moment right now to think about those people, call them to mind, those who really make a difference in your life, those people who you can go deep with, that you can dive into the deep end and have conversations, have relationship, have encounters and experiences that are far beyond the surface level. Because if we ever want to go somewhere in this life, it's imperative that we go well beyond the surface level. There's not time in the day for us to just think about the weather and talk about things that are mundane and just scratching the surface. Life is far too short to keep it at that. Not to mention, if we only limit ourselves to that capacity, we're missing out 
on the greatest aspects of life, and that's journeying on with other people. If there's one thing you're going to learn about the EF3 Life platform, the life to the fullest platform is that we're willing to journey with you and we want to see you not only do extremely well, not only prosper and to reach the greatest potential that you have deep within you, but we also want to journey with you through the hard, to hold vigil during the times when there's loss in your life, during the opportunities that come your way, we want to celebrate them, and during the pits of despair or at the bottom of the valley, we want to be there and to be with you. And as it says in tattoos on the heart, Father Gregory Boyle, who beautifully pronounced it, he said, it's not enough to take a stance on an issue. We must stand with people in the issue. Now, whether you're standing with somebody who's in your family or your friends, whether you gather around a Thanksgiving table, a cornucopia, you're diving into some homemade pumpkin pie or throwing the football around in the front yard, it's important for us to realize that life is not surface level. Let's be matter of fact. You know, even in the day-to-day, there are things that are taking place that really challenge us, that stretch us, and that really make us dig deep. We cannot escape that. And if we try to, that's not a reality. So it's important to understand that this episode is really about authentic friendship and going well beyond the surface level. How do we do that? Why is it so important? And what manner will it help to transform our lives? You know, when I think about those relationships that are meaningful to me, when I think about people who I consider my best friends, those that I can share literally anything with, it's really comforting. From the get-go, sometimes sharing things that are really hard, things that might be seeming to be a skeleton in the closet or something we're struggling with, something that's really deep or has another aspect or element to it, where it could go either way, we're not sure, and we're journeying along. It could be very intimidating, scary, or even overwhelming to be able to share that with somebody. We don't want to. We kind of want to run away and hide from it. Why is that the case? Why are we not willing to open up ourselves, not only to God and what he has in store for us, but to give people a time and a space to enter into our lives, and for us to enter into theirs. There's no greater gift that you can make and no greater investment of time than building relationships with others. And if you think about it, the end of your life, obviously it's not going to matter the money that you made, the things that you did, or even the experiences that you had unless it was deeply rooted in relationship, unless it was shared with other people. Because the one regret you would have is going to your deathbed and thinking, wow, what if I would have invested a little bit more in the people that I love the most? And certainly, it's a two-way street. And that's where trust comes in. That's where relationship building, that's where love takes place and lives. It's in the relationships that we build with other people. And it has to be a give and a take. It has to be a symbiotic relationship. If I think about nature and I think about, you know, the natural phenomenons of the world, those animals that are out there in the Serengeti, and you have the ox pecker, and you have the ox, and they're both there in in the wilderness, and they both have a role in and of themselves, but they also have a role for each other. 
And so much as the bird helps to clean the ox's hair and helps to keep the parasites off of it, the ox which attracts those things to itself, you know, and gives the food to the bird. And they work together in a beautiful way, in harmony. And certainly everything isn't going to be perfect in our life, but if we can be more harmonious in our relationships, we can be more intentional with our action and our approach to things about sharing the hard, the really difficult, the nitty-gritty, getting down in the desperate times with other people, it's going to do something. It's going to impact them and it's going to impact us. The encounter that we have is going to have an explosion of love and friendship that's going to set us apart. It's going to do something to somebody else in such a positive manner. It's going to help them to carry on. And isn't that what life is about? It's about uplifting others. It's about being there in times of need. And it's also about celebrating the triumphant moments of life. Now, all of that is so important when it comes to relationship, building trust, and building community. But certainly, today as we're talking about uncovering the depths of our heart, going deep with others, and being vulnerable, sharing the things that aren't easy, that's where real authentic friendship is born. And it's interesting because I've had some experiences lately on mission. And I want to put a plug in here because soon in in February, we're going to be opening up uh, another mission to Mexico City. That's going to be the weekend of February 17th through the 21st. If you're somebody who wants to join me, please contact us at ef3life.com or through my social media as well as email danielmjason at gmail.com. We'd be happy to have you join us as we journey on with other people and have an encounter with Christ in the poor. And I was recently there in Mexico City and even serving in the city mission in Schenectady as well as Albany, it's really interesting that you come across a lot of different people. People who are there, good-hearted people, people of faith, people who want to give, and also people who understand that it's in showing up where things happen. And as I'm conversing, as we're serving in all these different capacities, as we're encountering Christ and the poor, and as we're journeying on together, we're building community there, it's so interesting that people just start opening up and start talking about things that are well beyond the surface level. Certainly when you meet someone for the first time, it's not every day that you're going to just start talking and being vulnerable and sharing things from the depths of your heart. Actually, it's not appropriate to do that. But as you're starting to get to know them, as they get to know you, you open up a little bit more. And as the relationship develops, as things unfold, more and more is shared. And as more is shared, we become a little bit more comfortable in getting into the uncomfortable zones of our lives. Or at least we should. And this is the reason why. Because we weren't made for comfort, we were made for greatness. There's only one way to become great, and it's not in and of ourselves. It's about pouring our time, treasure, talent, and ability. It's about journeying with other people. It's about impacting other people's lives through love and allowing Christ to flow through us to build them up as we journey on to heaven together. See, if that was our approach at all times, if that was the thing that was going on in our head, when we converse with somebody, as we receive them, our whole attitude and approach would change. 
And it just calls to my mind because as I'm there at the city mission, as I'm there in Mexico City, and as we're taking part in these amazing activities to encounter Christ in the poor, serving the community, giving of ourselves, and engaging in acts of love, it just so happens that people who are there for the same reason are also entering in with us together. And through that entering in, we have these experiences and we start to have these organic conversations. And again, we're not talking about the weather. We're not talking even about the sports games. All that stuff can be good at times, but that's just surface level. We're starting to talk about the deep things in life. Talking about the issues and the hardship that people are facing. We start to share things that are at the depth of our heart. And because there's this trust... And that trust is automatically built because of all the things that we had been going through from the beginning together. And it's interesting that those things didn't change, but actually were taking place simultaneously as we're serving. And that's all because that trust is built and people are willing to share that good things start to happen. The fruit is reaped and things are start to be produced. And it's pretty interesting because as you're there, as you're chopping onions or as you're setting the table, as you're serving a meal, as you're in the park and you're, you're ministering to the poor, as you're encountering people and you're there with them, as you show up in their life, they see that you're authentic. They see that you're real. They see your genuine nature and trust is built. And as you share something that's hard, something that's difficult, a time that you struggled, a wall starts to be broken down. This you know, invisible force field that is trying to safeguard us and guard our hearts and guard our inner selves from people seeing us for who we are and our vulnerability. It's kind of like an atom moment in the garden. And I say an atom moment in the garden because certainly in the Garden of Eden, after Adam had created the first sin, as he took the fruit and he ate of it, certainly he was naked. Well, in his nakedness, he was seen for who he was. And sometimes we don't want to be seen for who we are in terms of the things that we had done in the past. It might have been a mistake. Now, when I say that, I don't mean that what we do defines who we are, but it is part of our past. Everything that we did in the past is part of the things that add up to the person that, or at least the place that we are at right now in in the present moment. And those things are important because they're part of our story. And everybody has a story and they want to be heard, they want to be seen, and they want to be understood. And that's one of the things about journeying with other people that's so valuable and so important is that people want to be understood and they want to be seen and they want people to invest in their life and to journey on with them. But if you don't have that willingness to go to those deep level waters and you don't have the time, if you don't take the time to invest in other people, that can never happen. So often people will come to us in a regular day on a daily occurrence and they'll have something that they're struggling with. And maybe it is somebody that trusts us and they come to us for a reason. They came to you and they chose to speak to you because they want you to listen and hear them out because they really feel that you would be there for them. It's actually a privilege, it's actually an honor. And even though you're in your busyness of your day-to-day and it might seem like you don't have time or you don't want to take the time or the place or the space to have that conversation or even just to listen, you ought to. 
And the reason why you ought to is because in those pain moments, in those times where people are willing to uncover the, the depths of their heart, the things that they're struggling with, we're able to journey on with them and we're saying, yes, we're here with you and we're like Simon of Cyrene and we're carrying that cross with them. And because of doing so, something happens. It happens to us and it happens to them on the inside. Transformation takes place. Growth is established and things start to get better, not only for that person because they have somebody that's there, they have the safety net, they have somebody who's willing to support. It's like a support system. You know, you can't sit on the chair without legs on it. People gain legs and they gain a new uh, a breath behind themselves. They have some you know, wings behind them. They have uh, a wind behind their sails, so to speak. And it gives them the ability to carry on. But how often are we willing to say, hey, this is the truth. This is what's happening right now. And, th- and I'm asking you if you will be willing to just hear me out. It's not a common thing. People want to hide from reality. They want to hide from the truth. You know, on social media, people are just posting about things that are great, going amazing, or they're just complaining about life, but they're not being real. And I'm not saying it's appropriate to put that stuff all over the internet, but what I'm saying is when you sit down with somebody one-on-one and you're having this conversation, it's important for us to delve into that. The Life Till the Fullest podcast is brought to you by EF3 Life. Make sure to visit ef3life.com for more episodes of this podcast, as well as resources and books like my bestseller, Fire Burning Within, fiercely taking on life to achieve victory with God, leading you every step of the way. And make sure to follow us at EF3Life on social media. So you can really learn a lot about somebody through conversation. First of all, what are they sharing? Read their body language. As you enter into this conversation with them, as you're listening to them because they came to you, what are they sharing with you? And why are they sharing it? Why did they pick you? Clearly they did, as we talked about before, because there's an element of trust there and they wanted to decide that this is something that they felt that they should share with you specifically. There could have been anybody else that they shared it with. But it wasn't just that you were available because you were literally in their proximity, but you made yourself available or maybe you didn't. And from time to time in my life, I have to admit that I didn't make myself available, you know, thinking too much ahead about what I had to do or tasks that were on my desk, not to mention the things that were taking place in family encounters and all these other events that are on the calendar. But what does that mean? What are those things mean anyway, other than the person that's right in front of you at this given moment? If we were to approach life that way, with that authenticity, especially when people are our friends, how would that change? No, it just so happens that maybe, just maybe people would trust us even more. Maybe they would come to us even more with the things that are hard and they'd be willing to share with us those aspects of their lives that they really do need somebody to accompany them on. And then if you look at it the other way, who would you be willing to trust right now? So of your group of friends, of your family members, of those people who are in the closest part of your inner circle, because that's really where this thing lives, who would it be that you would turn to when you're going through something that's really challenging, something that's ultra difficult? Maybe you need some wisdom. Maybe you just need a listening ear because it's something that you've been struggling with or that's been on your heart for a while. Who is it? That, who is that person? 
Who is it that you could turn to and why did you choose them? Most likely there's trust there. There's authenticity. There's genuineness. There's somebody that you realize they care about you. There has to be that deep level of care for another human being that makes it worthwhile that we're going to uncover ourselves and become naked to share with them something that isn't easy. Well, guess what, folks? Life is not easy, and it's just going to get harder. As you journey on, there's going to be times and places and things that are taking place in your life where it's going to sideswipe you, and you're not going to know what to do next, and that's okay. But guess what? You can't do it on your own. And in one of the recent episodes, we talked about mental headspace. We talked about positive thinking. We talked about surrounding ourselves with people in our inner circle and our group of friends who are going to build us up, who are going to be there with us through the thick and the thin, willing to journey along. That is critical. Human beings were made for relationship. And just as much as we're made for relationship with others, we were made for relationship with the Lord. And you think about that, Jesus, when he talked about his disciples, he invested in the first 12, the apostles, and a small following on top of that with the likes of Mary Magdalene and some others. And it's just a profound example for us, a model for our life. It doesn't matter if you have a thousand followers on Instagram or 10,000 friends on Facebook. That kind of stuff doesn't matter because that's all surface level. That's all for show. And really, it's not going to go too many places. What matters is your closest knit group. Who are those people that are your ride or dies? Who are those people who are going to show up at any hour, answer your phone call, or be there for and with you? They're going to stand there with you in the issue. And it's not just something that you know happens and it's a show up and then it's that's it, I did my part, check it off the box. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about really entering in. Because if you have even just one person in your life who you understand will be that person for you and with you, and likewise, you will be that person for them and with them, you have a true treasure. You have a gift. You have something the Bible says is closer than a brother. And as iron sharpens iron, so does one man sharpen another. It says in Proverbs 27, 17. Let us think about that and realize it, that that's authentic friendship. Not this surface level BS of just talking about stuff that doesn't really get into the depth of life. You know, people are real. There's actual situations taking place. Not just this, everything is okay. And we're showing up and we're okay all the time. No, we're not. And it's fine. To say that you're not, it's actually truthful and honest to admit the fact that you're not okay. How much respect do you have to somebody who is part of your friend network who comes to you and says, hey, I'm not okay? What is your response? Is it, oh, shoot, and you run the other way, scattering across the floor into a dark room like a cockroach, disappearing from their life? Or are you sticking with them in it and you're willing to listen and understand And guess what? It doesn't mean that you have to fix the problem. They didn't come to you for the problem to be fixed. Now, they might come to you to want advice. That's fine. That is good. That could be built upon. But guess what? The first thing is to listen. Are we listening? Or are we thinking about what we are to say next or how we should handle the situation? Don't worry about how you're going to handle or what you're going to say. That will work out. Just be there. There is a real gift in our presence. 
And that's one of the things when you're with somebody that you can really read body language. And you understand the situation when you're in their midst. You can't see that when you're over a phone call. Even FaceTime, it's it's better, but being really in someone's presence when you can feel their energy, you can feel their their spirit, you know their heart, and you can you can it's a palpable feeling. It's tangible, something you can take away. Be there with them. And if you can't be present, I understand that maybe your worlds are disconnected in terms of time and space and you're across the country. Well, then enter into it the best manner of your ability with the situation at hand. But you got to be there. And you got to be willing to share with people the things that are tough. Because life is not easy. Any way you scratch it. And if you think it's easy, guess what? It's going to blindside you. The very moment you think you have it all figured out, something is bound to happen. And I'm not just being a pessimistic person here. You know, I'm being a realist. I'm a very positive person. It's a life to the fullest podcast because I believe in abundance. I believe that God has such a great plan for your life and he has it all worked out and it's in his hands and that involves trust. So let's not look too far away from the example that Jesus gives us when he's on the road throughout his life, especially in the last three or four years in his public ministry, when he's calling those apostles to journey with him. And they had to take a chance. They had to be vulnerable. He already knew the things they struggled with. He knew the difficulties they faced. He knew the sinfulness. He knew the brokenness, etc., Well, sometimes people don't know that about us. And when they do, the wall comes down. The invisible force field of having our guard up evaporates. Why? Because we become real. We become somebody who is relatable. If you can't relate to somebody and you're not on the same level, so to speak, and I'm not talking about socioeconomics, I'm not talking about any of that kind of stuff. I'm talking about that you're willing to share with them something that was hard because they can relate to you. And because you're willing to share that, it's going to benefit them to know they're not alone. Nobody wants to be alone. Nobody should be alone. And if you're hearing somebody out, as the spirit is stirring inside of you, you're going to feel that presence of the Lord speaking in your heart to say, hey, now is the time to share about that hard times that you faced in order to help somebody else out and able to help them carry their cross and able to help them carry on. Now it's your time to listen fully first, to hear them out, to just sit with them. To allow them to empty the things that are really hard. And then to share the difficult moments that you've had to overcome. Because we are all overcomers. There's a comeback story in everybody. And don't think for a minute that you can't do it. That word does not exist. You can and you will. And you will do hard things. Glennon Doyle talks about it all the time. I love her emphasis on journeying with people. You know, we can learn so much about authentic friendship sometimes from the mistakes that we made in our own life. If we look ourselves in the mirror, if we're real and truthful and honest with ourselves and saying, hey, I had a misstep here. I wasn't the best that I could have been for this person. I wasn't somebody who was willing to open up myself when I should have. If we learn from it and the next time around those opportunities come our way and we're different well, then we can be that change for other people. 
and we can invite others to enter deeper, deeper into our life. And in doing so, their life is changed. It's about impact. It's about love. It's about the approach. That doesn't happen overnight, but it's authentic. It's genuine. It's felt. It's not surface level nonsense that, you know, people anywhere can just emulate. No, this is something that sets you apart and it doesn't make you better than somebody else. It's not trying to outshine anybody, but it's just doing it because you care. Now, granted, you cannot do this for everybody. It's impossible. Even Jesus himself, he invested in a few. But what he did do even though he intensely invested in the apostles and the other disciples who are around him and traveling with him as he did his public ministry, as he healed the sick, as he raised the dead, as he demonstrated God's love and shared it in these encounters with other people, he still engaged with people along the way, gave them the time of day and allowed them to realize that God's love and God's smile was shining through him. Because you're just one prayer away, you're just one person away, you're just one encounter away from radically changing someone else's life. At the same time, you could be one turn off, you could be one non-listening ear, you could be somebody who steps away that deters somebody and radically changes their life in a detrimental manner. Who do we want to be? Who are we? And what is our goal and prerogative? If it's all about love, if it's about authenticity, if it's about actually being with other people and doing our best to love others, we will create the time and space. And there's no greater time than this period in the calendar year than to give thanks for the people who have been there for us and with us. And it's also a time for us to reflect upon in our own life those people who we appreciate because they were willing to listen to us. And at the same time, in the same breath, the others who are willing to share with us the really difficult moments. Conversations. That's where it starts. It starts with a little bit of trust. It starts with asking somebody and really wanting to know. Not to be nosy, but to truly get to know somebody. Their whole self, their story, their heart. And then they get to know you and you share in this. And when someone has something to say, even if we disagree, even if we have something really great to contribute, we listen first. That's why God gave us two ears and one mouth is because most of the time if we're listening, good things will happen, especially when we're listening to him. I know that I have to work on this myself, but it's a good thing to call to mind, not only during the season of thanks, but also as we're preparing for the upcoming 2022 year to think about the ways that we want to be different in order to grow, in order to progress, in order to be even better in our own manner, but also better for others, to be men and women for others. And that's the way of St. Ignatius of Loyola. The examine prayer is something that's beautiful and profound and will help you to do this on a regular basis. I encourage you to invite it into your life. That could be a challenge for you during this week, during this time of Thanksgiving, during this season. To literally just take five minutes out of your day, at the end of the day, before you go to bed, before you're too tired or groggy, to really sit down and take the opportunity to reflect upon and call to mind the times in your life where you felt God's presence, where you felt somebody coming to you with an issue. 
where you are willing to sit with them and listen wholeheartedly, where you are willing to allow them to be vulnerable, because that is true hospitality. I'm pretty sure it was Dr. Shri during Seek 2021, where he was talking about last year as the turn of the year happened. He's talking about true hospitality being creating the space where people feel comfortable and safe enough to enter in fully to be truly who they are and to share with you what's on the depths of their heart. That's real hospitality. That's genuineness. That's invitation to community. That's building up the kingdom of God. That's being the smile of God on other people, as Mother Teresa put it so beautifully. How do we do that? It's just by being present. It seems so simple, but it's yet one of the hardest things for us to do. Yet, if we have this time and this space on a daily occurrence to invite the Lord into our hearts, to reflect upon our life and where God was present, where he showed up in our life and where we saw other people come to us, we were able to go to them, we we're able to be vulnerable. That is where real growth takes place. What were the blessings of that day? Call to mind the situations, the conversations, the discussions, and those people who were truly there for you and who you were there for them. It's going to look different every single day, but I guarantee you if you do this, what will start to happen is during your actual day when you're living out these experiences, you will recognize it right then and there. And it won't have to be reflecting upon at the end of the day only where you witness it. But you will see God moving in your life and in the lives of other people right there in the present moment, in the now. And there's no greater power than the power of the now. This moment that we have right now, this time and space, the only guaranteed situation that we have, this gift that God has given us every single day when our feet hit the floor in the morning. And we have the ability and the intentionality and the understanding and the willingness to say, here I am, Lord, I come to do your will. I'm to be your servant and I'm here fully, fully, all of me. And you take me just as I am. So allow me to take all those people that come my way just as they are. So I'll close it out in this. When we come to authentic friendship, as you're gathered around the Thanksgiving table, as you're situated and seated with family and friends, as you go and you travel during the holiday season to see people you haven't seen in a while, as you call to mind those people who mean so much to you and who you mean so much to them, think about this. Think about the fact that you are a beautiful child of God. You are a gift to the world and people are a gift to you. And you're Paths have crossed. Your communication is key. Your relationship is being built on a firm foundation of trust. And that starts with being a little bit more vulnerable. That starts with uncovering ourselves. That starts with listening. And if you do that, great things are bound to happen for your relationship to be taken to the next level. To have this true connectivity that goes far beyond just this earthly situation but has like this divine nature to it. You can feel the spirit, this energy, this beauty, this encounter that really goes so deep and it transforms us. It really hits us at the core and it's so wonderful. And when that happens, we know that we were made for more because we're accompanying people on the journey to heaven. That's what friendship, that's what authenticity is really about. That's why it's so important to enter into relationship with others and share with them what's on our heart and to be present and to be available for them to share with us. So my hope is that you take some of that time 
to do these things because your life will be more filled. Jesus said, I came so that they might have life and have it to the full, to have it more abundantly. If you do this, I guarantee you that abundance, that beauty, that love, that positivity, that encouragement, and that friendship, deeply rooted in the faith, deeply rooted in journeying along with other people, and understanding we're accompanying each other as saints on the road to heaven, will be at the forefront of your mind and heart. And then you can truly live out this beautiful prayer that Mother Teresa wrote about in her book where she's uncovering the depths of her heart in the book, Come Be My Light, her private diary entries of her struggle with her faith. And she asked the Lord, please, Lord, help me to never refuse any ask of your love. May that be our prayer today and our prayer every day so we might be there for other people as we journey on with them and as we continue to enjoy all this life has in store. For EF3 Life, I'm your host, Dan Jason. This has been an episode of the Life to the Fullest podcast. Continue to check out more episodes, my books like Fire Burning Within, and other resources by visiting ef3life.com. And make sure to follow me on social media at ef3life. As Jesus himself said, I came so that they might have life and have it to the full. Keep crushing it out there and know that there's only one way to live, and that's life to the fullest.